Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to episode 362 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition Hot Talk Show. We're going to take you live right now. Yep. Astros win the World Series. First time in franchise history. Got to feel good good for Justin Verlander. Got to feel good for the franchise. First World Series in club history. They do it on the road, 5-1 to one over the L.A. Dodgers in Game 7 of the World Series. They jump out to a 5 nothing lead. They shellac Hugh Darvish. Early on in the in the first and second innings, make the early statement, and it was enough. Lance McCullers Jr. pitches a gem, and Schlasser at urinating tree tweets, "Congratulations, Astros! You finally shed your leg- your legacy of failure. Bask in this glory, guys! You you've earned it." So there you go. We we just caught the last of it. We promised you we'd take you live to, to Game 7 of the World Series. And to do that, we had to start two minutes early or less. We took you to the final out just in the nick of time. Jeff Moss, the founder and editor-in-chief of the Detroit Sports Rag, tweets at Jeff Moss DSR Math. Morton the winner, Darvish the loser. Astros win the first World Series title. The Dodgers commit an error, a very costly error. That was that was part of the tone center right there. So there you go. Astros win five to one. They're world champs. First time ever in franchise history. Now let's go to my Central Michigan Chippewas. Coming back to beat the Western Michigan Broncos 35-28 in Kalamazoo. Shane Morris. 270 total yards, four touchdowns for CMU. Jarvion Franklin for WMU, 228 total, 228 yards and two touchdowns. Shane Morris delivers a Corey Willis 77-yard touchdown pass with 237 left in the Chippewas. 
get the 35-28 victory. They had the momentum. They came back from down 14-0, 21-7, They come back and tie it with 6.05 left. Then they get the game-winning touchdown with 2.37 left. Shane Morris to Corey Willis, 77 whopping yards for a touchdown catch. The Chippewas went into Kalamazoo at Waldo Stadium and surprised the Western Michigan Broncos. The Chippewas keep proving that they are so damn good on the road. I am absolutely amazed right now, not only at the Astros winning the World Series for the first time in franchise history, but my Chippewas beating the Broncos in comeback fashion on the road. Amazing. Jose Altuve just hit. Jose Altuve hit seven home runs this postseason. We're going to get word later on, a little bit later on, to find out who the World Series MVP is. Altuve seven home runs again, twenty-two hits, the most by a player with a batting title this season. Amazing. Chippewas go back home to play the Eastern Michigan Eagles, who are yet winless on the road. Chippewas uh, uh, winless in the MAC. The Chippewas haven't proved, proven much or anything at home at Kelly Short Stadium. That is next Wednesday at 7 at Kelly Short Stadium in Mount Pleasant, where I graduated from two years ago. This is a this is a great chance for the Chippewas to get just their second win at home. Eastern's now two and six. They're playing Ball State tomorrow night. The Eagles are the Eagles and the Cardinals are two and six and zero and four in the mediocre American Conference at its entirety. The Chippewas have a golden chance to win at home. 
However, they have to feed off their home crowd. Even if they even if they beat Furman in triple overtime at home in week one of the college football regular season this year, they have not fed up fed off their home crowd much overall this season. And they need to start doing that. Otherwise, it's going to be a close game no matter who wins. So, that's college football. Transitioning to college basketball, the the Michigan State Spartans men's basketball team lost a player to an injury for Kyle Ahrens aggravated a foot injury and will be out indefinitely. At least maybe he'll be back before the Big Ten season in January begins. And some surprising news here. Lions left offensive tackle Taylor Decker has been activated from the PUP list and had started practicing this morning. I would say limited, though. But glad to have him back. He may be... uh, He may be a little back a little bit sooner than we think. I I was projecting Taylor Decker to return on December tenth. But we'll have to see and find out. Then you got the Grand Rapids Griffins. Beating the Milwaukee Admirals six to three. I think that was on the road. Let me look up the Griffins game day tweets on my profile here because I retweeted them. It, it was on the road. Rumble had a goal and two assists. Eric Tangrady, a power play goal and assist. And Ben Street, a power play goal. Those are the three stars. 
number one, Pumple, number two, Kane Grady, and number three, Ben Street. Speaking of hockey, the Red Wings return to action at Canadian Tire Center in Iowa against the Senators tomorrow at 7.30. Red Wings coming off of an almost easy 5-3 win for the Arizona Coyotes at Little Caesars Arena. They played sloppy the last two periods. However, they were... They were there to provide enough offense. Marty Furt, Glendening, Larkin, Mantha, and Darren Helm, the empty netter. The empty netter. Uh, Then you have the Pistons. Back home at Little Caesars Arena Friday night against the Milwaukee Bucks at 7. Unfortunately, I'm not going to catch that game at all because I will be at Alma College calling the Langsburg-Ithaca District Championship game, high school football playoffs, on WMLM 1520 a.m., starting at 6.45 with the LIT screen printing and the Broyerie pregame show, followed by 7 o'clock kickoff. Kickoffs sponsored by Scott Allen at Farm Bureau Insurance. Trust him for all your insurance needs. Farm Bureau Insurance is Michigan's insurance company. Hundred four home runs hit and over six six hundred fifty thousand tweets. Two point five million dollars raised. Hashtag Homer for Homer for Team Rubicon and Hurricane Recovery efforts. On behalf of T-Mobile, thank you again. The Houston Astros fans celebrating at Minute Maid Park. A watch, a total watch party. There's the ceremony. The, the ceremony is held outside for a winning team on a, on the road. That's a first. Especially Justin Verlander and Cameron Maven, two former Tigers that have joined this World Series champions championship team, World Championship team. And they hoist the trophy 
first ever World Series championship for this team, for this organization. The Tigers already have four. The last one was 1984, the year I was born. And this World Series, like Jeff Moss pointed out, consisted of math, statistics, sabermetrics. Both teams used it, played a hell of a World Series. Took it, they both took it to Game 7. Jeff Moss had a point. Only the Astros fans left over hanging out hanging out at Dodger Stadium watching this ceremony. A.J. Hinch, the manager, talking. The Astros in their 56th season in Major League Baseball history. for the MVP award. Sports Illustrated projected George Springer to be the MVP on Twitter at at Sports Illustrated. At SI Now rather, not at Sports Illustrated, at SI Now. And Abby Creditor, at Abby Creditor, tweeted it. Quoted it and tweeted, down to the damn MVP with a champagne emoji. Still the MVP awaiting. Justin Verlander and Cameron Maven finally get get to touch the damn trophy. Yeah. 
I think Fox is heading to a commercial break. So uh, we're going to turn it over to Louis Tenor to fill us up real quick uh, with his with part one of his national sports report. King Louis, right. take it away. Okay. Uh, we only have one game in progress in the NBA right now. The Clippers lead the Mavericks 90-71. Dirk Nowitzki has now 13 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Blake Griffin, 18 points, 6 rebounds, and... Seven assists. All the rest are final. Uh, Rockets over Knicks, 119.97. James Harden has 31 points, nine assists to five rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr., 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Hornets over the Bucks, 126-121. Chris Middleton had 43 points, seven assists, five rebounds. Up, oh, hold it. I think we got the MVP. No, that reviewing right now. Okay, so anyway. All right. Hornet Silver Bucks, 126-121. Middleton has 43 points. Says by rebounds. Campbell Walker, 26 points. Three assists and two rebounds. Springer, MVP. Okay. Pages over Cavaliers, 124-107. Darren Colson, Darren Colson has 25 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. I'll turn over to you for a minute, and I'll, and I'll come back. Uh, are you there? Taylor, are you there? Hello? I better call back. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sixers over the Hawks, 119-109. Dennis Schroeder had 25 points, 6 assists, and 1 rebound. Joel Embiid, 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists. Uh, Taylor, are you there? Suns over Warriors, 122-116. Warren, TJ Warren, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist. Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, had 40 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. Celtics, Walt the Kings, 113-86. Buddy Hild, held 17 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. And Jalen Brown had 22 points, 6 rebounds, and 1 assist. And all the rest are final. So I'll just go to the standings now. And the Eastern Conference goes like this. Celtics? And Magic are tied at 6-2. One game back of the 
Pacers, Pistons, and Hornets, which are all five and three. At four and three are the Raptors and Wizards. Bucks and Sixers are four and four. Miami is three and four. The Knicks are three and four. Brooklyn three and five. It's still better than last year. Cavaliers three and five. Bulls one and five, and the Hawks one and seven. In the West, Houston Rockets lead with six and three. The Clippers are four and two. Wolves are five and three, along with the Grizzlies. Jazz are five and three as well, as well as the Warriors. Spurs are four and three, as well as the, the Thunder. Four and four are the Blazers and Nuggets, as well as the Suns. Lakers are three and four. Pelicans are three and five. Kings are one and seven, as well as the Mavericks, one and seven. And takes care of the NBA, and now we have the NHL. Oh dear. Here's a moment for him. <laughs> hey, I got, I got, I got the update on the MVP. George Springer is officially the MVP. Three Stony Island average, five home runs, seven RBIs in the 2017 World Series. Five home runs this series ties the most in a single World Series. Reggie Jackson in 1977 and Chase Utley in 2009 for the Philadelphia Phillies when they lost to the Yankees in, 20, in the 2009 World Series. Okay. I thought my I thought my phone went dead for a minute. I didn't hear you. I I thought the I thought my phone light went dead. <laughs> nope. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, right now in the NHL, a few games are in progress. The Devils are leading the Canucks one to nothing in the third period, six thirty-seven to go. In the third period, Maple Leafs lead the Ducks two to one with six fifty-six to go. Um, you know, I'm not update that because sometimes this runs a little bit slow, so I'll just do it. Okay, now 5.48 to go. Devils lead the Canucks, same score. 5.54 to go. Leafs lead the Ducks 2-1. to one. The Sharks lead the Predators 3-1 to one at the end of two. The Blackhawks flank the Flyers 3 nothing, And Crawford comes through for the Blackhawks. Uh, Malkin is going the third period, lifts the Penguins over the Oilers for a 3-2 victory. Uh, Malkin's still playing. Ah, well. All right, so let's check the standings in the NHL. And they fall like this. Starting in the Lang division, the Lightning are 10, 2-1, 21 points. Senators are 5-2-5 at 15 points. The Leafs, or Maple Leafs, rather, 7-5-0, 14 points. Red Wings, 6-6-1 at 13 points. The Bruins, 4-3-3, 11 points. Panthers, 4-6-1, 9 points. Montreal is 4-7-1, 9 points. And the Sabres, 3-7-2 at 8 points. Oh, well. In the Metropolitan Division, it goes like this. The Penguins are still showing wide to the Eastern Farther the Stanley Cup champions two years in a row because now they're eight five and one at seventeen points. Devils eight two and zero oh, at sixteen points, pending the outcome of this game if they hold on. 
Blue Jackets are 8-4-0 at 16 points. Islanders, 7-4-1, 15 points. I'm going to puke. Flyers are 6-6-1 at 13 points. Capitals are 5-6-1 at 11 points. The Hurricanes are 4-4-2 at 10 points, and the Ringers are 4-7-2 at 10 points. But looking a little bit better than they did, say, about a week and a half ago. Thank goodness. In the West, the Blues are 10-2-1 at 21 points. The Jets, 6-3-2, 14 points. A vast improvement over last season, indeed. Stars, 7-5-0, 14 points. Blackhawks, thanks to tonight's win, 6-5-2, 14 points. Avalanche, also a strong showing from last year, 6-5-0 at 12 points. Yeah. Nashville, 5-4-2 at 12 points. And the Wild are 4-4-2 at 10 points. Even though it's only 10 points, it's still, it's still respectable, and it's a respectable division so far. And in the Pacific, the Kings are 9-2-1 at 19 points. Uh, Golden Knights, 8-3-0, 16 points, despite, despite last night's loss to the Rangers. Uh-uh. Um, hey, uh, it's just a second here. Vancouver is 6-3-2 at 14 points. Anaheim, 6-4-1, also at 13 points. Sharks are 11-6-5-0 oh, at 12 points. Calgary is... 6-0 six, six no at 12 points. Edmonton is 3-7-1 at 7 points. And Arizona is 1-11-1 ah. at 3 points. Oh, boy. That's not that's not good. All right. So, now we'll go with some news items of the day. And he goes, uh, just a second, I'll clear something off here. Okay, Spurs recall... Uh, guard Tony Parker, as he is now back from, from his brief playing in the in the league, in the G League, but won't be able to play in later tonight's game against the Warriors, as he is still not 100%. As most of you know, Parker suffered a ruptured left quad tendon in the playoffs at the end of last season. So slowly but surely, he is coming back. Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon has been reinstated by the NFL for his first game in nearly three years as he has been a repeated violator of substance abuse. So why should we give him another chance? Uh, Don't ask me. 76ers center J.H. Ogafor admits his time in Philadelphia is just about over and saying, that he's okay with the team's decision of not getting picked up for a four-year option. He said, to be honest, Elgiford did not want the Sixers to pick up his option, which I think sounds crazy, but at the shoot-around yesterday, he said that, this is my career, this is my life, and I'm not getting a chance to play here. And said he is fine with that decision, saying the team looks great and I'm not a part of it. I do want, them to, I do want great things to happen for this team, but yet I'm not playing, so it's time for me to move on. Well, that's a point, even though they are 4-4 four four right now, and that's quite an improvement from last season. Earlier this week, the Sixers did decline his fourth year of a $6.3 million option. And there seems to be no end to the protests of the NFL 
the executive of Papa John's Pizza Company has expressed disappointment as its sales are hurting due to the NFL protests. Executives have pulled much of its television ads, and, and the NFL has responded by giving the company future additional spots. CEO and founder John Shatner said it was a poor example of leadership, and Chief Operating Officer Stephen Ritchie said that the NFL was a prime suspect in the company's decline and that we and that we mean that we mean a Papa John's company expected to continue unless a solution comes in place. I don't see it happening anytime soon, folks. Not to be a naysayer, but it's just not going anywhere right now. Patriots and a have and free agent quarterback Brian Hoyer reached a three year deal. It is not known how much the contract is worth, but I'm sure it's a substantial amount of money. Ugh. Hoyer began his career with New England out of Michigan State in 2009 as an undrafted player and served as a backup to some dork named Tom Brady. I to the first time I had it, folks. Uh, through 2011, before heading to the Steelers in 2012, as well as uh, the Cardinals later that year, and the Clowns, I mean Browns in 2013, uh, the Texans in 2015, and the Bears in 2016, and the 49ers before uh, he was cut, before he was let go in the preseason. Boy, this guy got around. <laughs> the college basketball um, preseason poll has just been released today, and some may be surprised by it, but some may not. And the top ten will go Excuse me. Duke is number one. Um, No surprise there, I don't think. Michigan State is number two. Arizona is number three. Kansas is number four. And Kentucky is number five. Villanova is number six. Wichita State is number seven. Florida is number eight. Last year's champion, UNC, is number nine. And running out of the top ten is USC. And Devils now take the lead 2 nothing with 14, points sec- 14 seconds to go in the third period. I think it's safe to say it's a win. The Broncos will go through a quarterback change this week when Brock Osweiler will start and Trevor Seaman is out. Uh, Coach Vance Joseph sat down with both players uh, yesterday morning informing other players in the morning meeting that this will be Brock's first start since 2015 after taking over an injured Peyton Manning. After Oswell was pulled at the end of the 2015 season, he went to the Texans and then to the Browns, where he was let go at the start of the preseason. Where he was released, I should say, released. Tickets for tonight's game seven between the Dodgers and the Astros were very expensive, according to StubHub. Reports say it went for $1,795, just $300 short of last year's Game 7 between the Indians and the Cubs, which just goes to show you people that good things don't come cheap, and they don't. Okay, I had the Clippers' Pistons score. Um, that was from last night. All right. We got some more here. It, goes, it gets bad to worse for the Giants as... Cornerback Janos Jenkins has been suspended again, this time for not returning for the bye week on time 
and as a result, will not play in Sunday's game versus the L.A. Rams. Jenkins was one of the three players who did not show up for practice on Monday. Uh, Paul Perkins and Eli Apple had excused absences. The New York Marathon will go on as scheduled on Sunday, despite Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon's terrorist attack in New York. More than 50,000 runners are expected to participate in the race. And this is on a personal note because I myself did run the New York City Marathon twice over 25 years ago. No joke. I was a lot younger than them. All right, so continuing on down the road here. All right, Carolina Panthers trade wide receiver, wide receiver Kevin Benjamin to the Bills for a third-round draft selection, as well as a seventh-round selection in the 2018 draft. And the third-rounder is the Bills pick, and not the franchise acquired from the Eagles in a separate deal. Continuing on here, yes, the seventh-round pick was acquired in July, trade with the Chargers for quarterback Cardale Jones. Marty Hernley, the Panthers' interim GM, told Dave Newton of ESPN the Bills reached out to Carolina and expressed in Benjamin that Panthers were willing to part with him because it eliminates some redundancy on the field between him and Devin Fuchs. Well, we got if we do try to avoid animosity. Texas, Texas, the um, defensive end, Jadavonian Clowning, wore a prison jumpsuit costume. In his defense, Clowning said it was not to take a shot at owner Bob McNair. After comments were made saying that he referred to his team as teammates as inmates, Clowning was wearing the costume at a Halloween party and nothing more than that. So it was just a joke. But of course, some people just don't think that's very funny. Dolphins trade running back J.A.J. to the Eagles for a fourth-round draft selection. The main reason is because the Dolphins believe that A.J.'s most productive games are now in the past, fearing with knee issues from a 2011 injury surgery that have finally caught up with them. Sources tell Jeff uh, Darlington of ESPN there was no conflict or controversy, but he showed frustration about his lack of touches in the end zone. Now, you know, eventually, though, everything does catch up with you. AJ reached, the, AJ reached to the trade and Instagram message yesterday morning, and he had yet to score a touchdown this season. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson uh, is reworked, a, reworked his contract on Tuesday to create salary cap space, which the team desperately needed, after agreeing Sunday to a trade with Houston Texans Pro Bowl left tackle Dwayne Brown. Wilson uh, converted his $6 million base salary into a signing bonus. A source has committed Wilson receives the money automatically, but for the salary cap purposes, I mean for salary cap purposes, is how is protected over the next three seasons of his contract. 
this moves this moves fees up 4.17 million against the cap, and that was the whole point of it. Phoenix Suns general manager Ryan McDowell says that there is not a timetable set for a possible trade with guard Eric Bledsoe, who has been away from the team for more than a week. Like McDowell said last week, that there have been multiple inquiries about Bledsoe. However, I would not complete a trade until the best offer presents itself. The Suns might wait until December 15th when free agents become eligible to be traded among top contenders. Are the among the top contenders are the Bucks, Knicks, and Nuggets, and I think the Knicks can use something right about now. Mm-hmm. All right, the college football playoff rankings were released yesterday, and Georgia surprisingly is number one over Alabama. I do find that a bit strange. I mean, Alabama, you know, has been running everybody uh, ragged for the rest of the season, but. According to um, ESPN, Georgia's number one. Notre Dame is number three, and Clemson is number four. If you want my opinion, now, as much as I'm a Notre Dame fan, I do think that they were ranked a little bit too high, considering that first loss from Georgia early this season. Huh. As I mentioned, um, now before that, um, before yesterday, Denver Broncos coach Van Joseph said he was not making, looking to make a quarterback changed before Monday night's loss to the Chiefs, but that was now changed on Tuesday. So things do change within 24 hours. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like the old saying, like the old saying goes, what a difference a day makes. <laughs> Patriot, now here's the, I think, the shock of the week. Patriots trade quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers for a 2018 second-round draft pick. Uh, San Francisco had the second-round draft selections, but the one that was traded for Garoppolo, the original second pick, according to a source, both teams were discussing the trade on October, uh, October 30th. Garoppolo is expected to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. However, the 49ers are likely to keep him by signing to a, to a new deal or put a tag on him as a franchise player. Yeah, we're starting that again, aren't we, folks? All right. Um, and the NFL trade deadline was 4 p.m. on Tuesday. So that is now that is now irrelevant. Okay. Continuing on down the road here, Tiger Woods is expected to compete in the World Hero Challenge, the event takes place from November 30th to December 3rd. An announcement was made on Monday. It's his first tournament since pulling out in February at the Dubai Classic when he had major back pain and went through a fourth back surgery two months later. That kept him off the course for the remainder of the year. But at 42 years old now, it's kind of hard to you know, make a comeback. But now he's ready. Zach Miller... Uh, was in a New Orleans hospital on Monday after emergency surgery as surgeons were working on to save his leg from a damaged artery after Sunday night's game. He had emergency vascular surgery. As doctors elevated as the blood flow 
over the anatomy and the leg, it was not clear, but it was not clear if Miller's leg needed to be amputated. And it doesn't look like it is. Otherwise, we would have heard something from it. What a what a ruin his life. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Because you know you're a football player, you need your legs to run. Uh, sad news from the NFL: former linebacker Daniel T.O. Nedzim passed away at the age of 30. Cause of death uh, we don't know at this point. He was drafted by the Eagles in 2010, and it was just the age of 30 years old. Braves president of operations. John Hart tells sources that he had no direct involvement in numerous rule violations that forced two club officials to resign uh, early last month, now that they were November. Excuse me. <laughs> um, MLB is, has near the end of an investigation into the violations that prop general manager John Capiella and Sky director Gordon Blakely to, who have resigned back in October at the end of the regular season. And it ruined, their, and it ruined the, the race broke rules that were related to both the domestic draft and the international signing market. The sources confirmed that the Braves are subject to sanctions that includes loss of draft selections in the June, in the June year first draft and loss of international pool space. Commissioner Rob Manford's office is expected to announce fines in November after the conclusion of the World Series, which just happened about a half hour ago. So anyway, um, Miller went down Sunday night in that in the game against the Bears, and what a, what a, there's been a lot of very serious injuries this year in football, and it just seems to get worse. Oh, boy. I'll have got a couple more here. Okay. Or maybe I don't have any more. Let's see here. What's happening? Oh, uh, yeah. As I mentioned, uh, Game 5 wasn't open until one thirty, and I was exhausted just from watching that. It was the second longest game according by time, not necessarily inning-wise. And continuing on here. Oops. All right. And um, other news, uh, new manager for the Phillies is now named Kapler, who was a former major league outfielder. Kapler, who was executive for the Dodgers, is now the new manager for the Phillies, replacing Peter McCann, who ships to the front office. Kapler was director of player development for the Dodgers since 2004 before taking this position. All right, so now why don't we go to tomorrow's schedule? Wow, we got we got a little bit of time. And tomorrow's schedule will go like this. And we begin with the NBA for November 2nd. It's a light schedule for the NBA tomorrow as the Warriors will take on the Spurs and the Lakers will take on the Trailblazers. NHL, that's another story altogether, as there are 12 games on the schedule tomorrow. So listen closely, folks, because it's going to be a long list. And it starts 
like this. All right, beginning with uh, 7 o'clock, the, the Rangers will take, Vegas will take on the Bruins at 7 o'clock. The Islanders will take on the Capitals at 7. The Red Wings will take on the Senators at 7.30. Rangers will take on the Lightning at 7.30. Blue Jackets will take on the Panthers at 7.30. The Flyers will take on the Blues at 8. The Canadiens will take on the Wild at 8 o'clock. The Stars will take on the Jets at 8 o'clock. The Hurricanes will take on the Avalanche at 9 o'clock. The Sabres will take on the Coyotes at 10 o'clock, and the Maple Leafs will take on the Kings at 10.30. So it's a heavy night for the NHL, not so much for the NBA. And, of course, the NFL also has one game tomorrow night, the Battle of New York, uh, sort of, as the Jets will take on the Buffalo Bills. And the Jets could use this game if they want any chance of competing in the AFC Eastern Division. Good luck with that. All right. Uh, my notes are done for the evening, so I'll turn back over to you. All right. That's going to do it for Episode 362 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game and a Shot on Talk Show. Episode 363 at perhaps 10.30 or 11. I'll let you know. Till then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook group TTFN Tata for now. Paul Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.